Welcome to the latest edition of the ASA podcast with me, Chris Keel. Hope you've been enjoying these. And remember, one of the things we really wanted to do with the podcast is answer your questions. Uh, So far, I've been coming up with really scintillating topics all on my own, but it would be nice to hear from you if you have things you would like to know about. For example, there may be somebody out there with a burning interest in what's happening in the economy of Botswana. You never know. So feel free to ask anything you'd like me to consider, and I'll be glad to put a podcast together. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about something I have mentioned before, and some of you may have more familiarity with this than others, but it's the Credit Managers Index. I am the economist for the National Association for Credit Management, among other things, and they have a really interesting indice that they developed probably about 20 years ago. Many of you are familiar with the Purchasing Managers Index, which is probably one of the best month-to-month assessments of what's happening in the industrial economy. What makes the PMI and the CMI powerful is that it's a survey, so it's current. Many of the economic data sources are dated before we ever get the information. So the old adage in data is that you can have it fast or you can have it accurate. You can't have both. When you look at survey data, the challenge has always been that it tends to be biased. People don't really give honest answers. It's almost impossible to get a straight answer out of a C-level executive. But when you ask a purchasing manager if they're buying more or less steel, they just look at you and say more, and then you ask them why, and they're like, I don't know. I don't even know what we make. Um, They told me to buy more steel and rot a toilet paper. I'm the purchasing manager. I just buy stuff. I don't know why. Credit managers are kind of in the same boat. You ask them questions like, are you seeing more or fewer accounts out for collection? More. How come? Because they're not paying us. Uh, You do know how this works, don't you? Uh, I don't know why they're not paying us. Maybe they're jerks. Maybe we're jerks. I don't know. So both of the indices tend to be very accurate, very honest, and give you a good running assessment of what's happening in the economy. What makes the credit managers index even more interesting is that credit managers tend to think into the future. They are a lot more worried about what things are going to look like than the way things are right now. Their mantra has always been, it's not a sale until we're paid. So they've given somebody 30, 60, 90, 120, 180 day terms. So they're concerned, what's your company going to be like in October, in November, in the first quarter of 2021? So they tend to look ahead, and that has given them a predictive quality. When you look at the CMI, it often tells you what the economy is likely to look like in months to come. So that brings us to the current issue of the Credit Managers Index. Back in March and April, we had a real collapse. We had numbers that had been lower than anything we had seen really in 20 years since the index was created, particularly with what we refer to as the favorable factors. These are things like applications for credit, dollar collections, sales, amount of credit extended. Those numbers had been in the high 50s and 60s. And just like the PMI, the numbers above 50 indicate growth. The numbers below 50 indicate contraction. 
So we were well into growth numbers January and February. They collapsed in March and April. We had numbers now in the 20s and 30s, which are very, very low. Got even worse when it got into May, but by May, mid-May into June, the numbers began to recover. We started to see them back into the 40s, still contraction, but not as bad as it had been. But by the time we got into June and July, they were back into the 50s and 60s, suggesting particularly among the favorable factors that we were in substantial growth territory again. The unfavorables are things like bankruptcies and accounts out for collection and disputes and rejections of credit applications and customer deductions and slow pays. Those were looking okay even early because there hadn't really been time for companies to get into trouble. So April, May, March, they didn't look too bad because there hadn't been time. Companies had terms, so they weren't going to be in trouble until it was time to pay. Those numbers have gotten a little worse, but not as bad as we thought they would. Some of them are still in the 50s. Many of them are at least in the mid-40s. So the numbers right now are suggesting the credit managers are thinking fairly positively about the rest of this year. They're expecting the customers they work with to be able to pay, that they'll be able to meet their obligations and pay when they're supposed to. And that's a good indication. In past years, the credit managers have predicted things like the 2008 recession. They were seeing that come in 2007 and didn't really get excited about the recovery until about 2012 and 2013, which is about when we began to see it for real. So as we look at the numbers going into next month, if they continue to hang in there and continue to be into those 50s and 60 levels, it's a pretty good sign that Q4 is going to be a more receptive quarter, uh, definitely a growth quarter, maybe even heading into something almost robust by the time we get in 2021. So thank you again for listening to these podcasts. Um, again, I reiterate, if you have a question, send it in. Uh, contact Ayesha Salman at ASA, and she will be more than happy to relay that uh, to me, or you can send it to me directly. And my email is chris dot k-u-e-h-l. So that's my first name, last name, separated by a dot, at armadaci.com. That's A-R-M-A-D-A-C-I.com. It's Armada, like the Spanish fleet, which reminds me of a terrible joke, and I'll end you on this terrible joke. Why does the Spanish Navy have glass-bottom boats? In order to see the old Spanish Navy. And with that horrible joke, I end this podcast. Talk to you later.